Hi, this is Walter Montero, and you're listening to this week's edition of the Real Estate and Mortgage Show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the Real Estate and Mortgage Show. It's uh, Friday, April the 28th, 2017. And I uh, just want to share some information with you. It's going to be a brief show today. Just want to go over a couple things that obviously changed. Obviously, Kathleen Wynn has come out with her 15% tax on foreign buyers affecting real estate purchases in Ontario. Not necessarily all over Ontario, but certainly through the GTA corridor going up in past Barrie and in through Hamilton and Cambridge, Kitchener, Waterloo area. There is an actual map that you can actually see on Google if you Google it in terms of the affected areas, in terms of who's going to be paying this 15% tax. And so at any rate, we'll see what kind of effect that has on the marketplace. We certainly don't want to see what happened in Vancouver, which is going to be, you know, in the short term, there's definitely going to be some slowdown and some pain. Not sure how that's going to fall out. But uh, quite honestly, it's obviously too early in the game to tell what's going to happen. I've heard some very interesting analogies in terms of, you know, how this thing is going to play out. There are some people that have actually come out and said that, you know, in terms of the foreign buyer, he'll be affected very little because right now the Canadian dollar is so weak that foreign buyers are coming in with, you know, obviously a strong currency and uh, obviously finding that Canadian real estate, regardless of the tax or not, is on sale because of our weak currency. So, you know, the big thing here is, is, you know, they come in, they're going to pay an extra 15% in terms of a tax, but because our currency is so low, is it really going to affect them? And really, in the grand scheme of things, what it's probably going to affect is the actual homeowner who is selling this property to them, because now, you know, you're sort of split profits with the province and yourself. They're getting 15% of the action, and obviously, you're getting what you're getting, but nonetheless, that's the way the foreign buyer is more than likely looking at it, is, hey, yeah, we have to pay 15% tax. But their, you know, their money's so cheap, it's still worth doing. So, will it actually have an impact on the market like the um, uh, premier thinks it will, or is it just a big shell game to, you know, try and score some more votes? So, I guess time will tell. Some people are actually saying that what this is actually going to do is it's going to basically push foreign buyers into other markets uh, like Ottawa and Montreal, Halifax. So, you know, it's not going to get rid of foreign buyers. It just may may have a bit of an effect in the GTA. And my understanding is that'll only be short term. So really, this is, you know, a Band-Aid on a very big wound. And, and uh, it's not going to have the effect that I think the province was intending. The other thing, of course, that she's come out to say, which is kind of troubling to me, is rent controls. Uh, rent controls obviously apply to properties below that were built Prior to 1991, properties that were built after 1991 didn't have any rent control. So what Kathleen has done is eliminated the 1991 barrier. So rent controls will apply to all rental properties right across the board. I can tell you, typically, what I saw, I've been in the business 30 years, what I saw during all this stuff back in the day was that builders just stopped building rental properties. So I know that she's talking about an incentive in terms of, of uh, giving builders some sort of incentive to, to build. But my understanding is, is if you take a look at the long math on that, it's, it's, a, 
it's a minuscule amount and they announce it in sort of a broad range in terms of the amount of years and and they announce it in the billions but you know once you do the long math on it it's very very little money it'll have no effect at all in fact it was just a big political play and um, you know I'm concerned that you know when stuff like this happens developers stop building rental properties uh, you'll probably see you know maybe more condos come onto the market or maybe even just a freeze the other thing that uh, they're talking about which is really troubling to me is they're putting in a law that landlords who evict tenants for the purpose of living in it themselves or for a family member to move in will now have to compensate the tenant that they ask to leave interesting analogy or if they don't compensate the tenant then they have to offer them a rental unit in one of their other projects or maybe in the same building whatever so at any rate now you know you're almost being somewhat stripped of your property rights because now a tenant has more rights to a unit than you do as the owner Uh, a little bit troubling I'll tell you what what you're gonna see here is you're going to see people that have rental properties and they're, you know, maybe perhaps just onesie twosies in terms of, you know, maybe a duplex up to a fourplex. They're going to keep these things vacant. And, you know, you, you think you're addressing a housing problem. You're, you're actually aggravating it because now you're going to make it more difficult for me to exercise my rights as a property owner, giving more rights to the tenant. And at the end of the day, there's going to be less housing. And uh, this is not going to address a housing issue at all. In fact, it's going to aggravate it. So I I don't know what's going on. I don't know where these people think. Actually, I do know where these people think. They they play political cards. They have very smart people that devise these schemes. And uh, they know what will score votes. But, uh, folks, I want you to look through this and see that, you know, these moves are not addressing the problem. The problem is still an inventory issue. They need to make development less cumbersome. The average subdivision takes 10 years to develop, and then it takes another 18 months to get a shovel in the ground. They need to streamline a whole lot more. We need to make zoning issues and zoning bylaws not so stringent so people can take advantage of using their properties to perhaps put in a supplementary apartment. These are all things that are going to help with the housing, not what's going on now. Very troubling. I hope it doesn't um, cause any more problems than what is anticipated. Let's let's keep our fingers crossed. In terms of uh, what's going on in the market, uh, market activity is still going pretty crazy. Um, somebody was talking about a property in Cambridge yesterday that sold for $300,000 over list. I have not seen the post on that, but I saw somebody mention it on Facebook, of course. And at any rate, yeah, it's still hot, hot, hot market. And... Um, But what's interesting, though, is I have been speaking to some of my colleagues locally here. And as you guys know, the big the big deal these days is when somebody lists a property, they tend to delay offers for a week. And uh, then at the end of that week, they entertain multiple offers or what they hope to be is multiple offers. Now, what I've been running into and we have even experienced ourselves is at the end of a week, uh, we've got crickets, no offers at the end of the week. So not quite sure how that's happening. Some sales are starting to happen in a more traditional basis where, you know, the list price was 350000 and it sold for 345000 So we're seeing a bit of that, but uh, I wouldn't go as far as saying, hey, the party's over. 
but there seems to be some pushback. I understand from some of the trade magazines that in the GTA, they're running into the same thing that, you know, at the end of the week, there's no offers. So interesting dynamics, what's going on? Not sure where it's going to unfold and where it's going to end up, but uh, just thought I'd throw it out there for you guys. And again, I want to thank you again for listening to the show. Feel free to uh, reach out to Karen or I for any real estate or mortgage needs. Right now, we've got, uh, you know, a variable rate mortgage as low as 2%. And uh, we've got all kinds of private money that is looking to make its way on the streets. So if you're looking to refinance, of course, we have many, many good traditional lenders, Bank of Nova Scotia, Toronto Dominion, you know, uh, First National, we've got all kinds of good ones. But if if you're in a situation where perhaps you don't fit the bill, by all means, give us a call. We'd love to help you. We've got a lot of private money that's looking to make its way to the end consumer. Okay, you can reach us at 519-624-9222, or you can actually email us at info at MaximumResults.ca. Guys, have a great weekend, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of the Real Estate Mortgage Show. If you have any real estate questions, please direct them to me at 519-624-9222 or walter at MaximumResults.ca, or you can find me online at www.cambridgehouses.com. If your interests are in mortgages, please feel free to call 519-624-9222, or email Karen at Karen at MaximumResults.ca, or you can find her online at www.m as in Mary, R as in Roger, financial.ca. Thanks again for listening, and I hope you have a great weekend.